All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Washed Media Headquarters, baby. My name's Will DeFreeze to my right. Mr. Dylan Shivery. Man. Wow. Thank you, Will. Very happy to be here. Uh, decided to check. Well, she was on the TL. Checked in with my favorite AI model, Mela Sophia. Mm-hmm. And she posted a picture um, in a bathing suit, but like outdoors, like in the snow. It's mm-hmm. very cold in Norway. And uh, Is she physically in Norway or digitally in Norway? Here's the thing. People are concerned that she's going to catch a cold because she's in a bathing suit mm-hmm. outdoors in a very cold environment. Uh, of course, they, you know, you get your your typical like, oh, you look so sexy. But then it's like people are like concerned. Like you should probably go inside and put a put a robe on or something. Maybe she's at like a hot tub situation and she's just doing a quick pose before she gets back in. Again, like she's not a real thing. Like she's just created artificially. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's probably not going to get sick is my point here. But it's fun. It's fun for everybody. What, Randy? Randy's uh, got something uh, to say. She might not catch a cold, but she could get a virus. Get the the laugh. You get the laugh track. Oh, it's, I'm pressing it, and it's weirdly just not oh, okay. working right now. Yeah, it's just not working. It's okay. I know people at home are just cracking. Yeah, it. it's I I don't know. Like I'm pressing. Usually it works. Like I'm a pressing computer it's virus. Not will you see? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it, Randy. That was good. Thank you. Dylan. That was some good nerd humor for the for the people out there. We uh we are running a two man booth today. Uh, Dave is out. Um, he saw how much the armpit Botox was working for me, and so he finally went in, and he's getting his bladder Botox done. Yeah, his is a little bit more invasive though, because they had to, like they'd go inside and do it. Yeah, they had to cut them open. He just got so sick of taking Tinkies mid pod that we finally said, "Hey man, why don't you just take some time off, go get it corrected, and and come back and be better?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna miss him. Mm-hmm. We but will. We will. He'll come back with a better bladder. So. Before we get to anything today, today's episode is presented by our good friends over at Alfa Romeo. We've talked about this Tenale at length. We love these things. If you haven't seen an Alfa Romeo Tenale, go check it out. These things are all new. They're loaded with tech. They got large touchscreen. They got the safety tech, automatic emergency braking. And, but more than anything, these things are just simply fun to drive. If you ever know about uh, Alfa Romeo performance, you know, these, these things kind of zip and whip, dude. They're great. They have different uh, driving modes to choose from. Uh, maybe you want to get a little sporty with it. You were trying to find the sicko mode, but it just was nowhere to be found. Yeah, I, I, I went to the sport the sport mode instead. Um, plug-in hybrid, it's a great vehicle. Very nice inside and out as well. Learn more about these at alfaromeousa.com. Again, you can learn more about the Alfa Romeo Tenale at alfaromeousa.com. Go check it out. <sighs> you okay? What? You Okay. I'm fun. It's a big sigh over there. I thought you were about to drop some heat. I had one of those mornings where, like, I get up, see it's 5.30, get a nice tank off, like a nice tank off. Yeah, okay. Um, I was going to check the TL if it was earlier so I could say, like, real podcaster hours at, like, 3 a.m. or something, but Mm. I just couldn't do that. But it was one of those things where it's like, man, I'm pretty awake. I think I'm just going to ride this out from 5.30 today. Really? Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, fine fine when you have like what i've learned is that since having a second kid that like just you're always just kind of baseline like kind of tired like not really i'm not like exhausted all the time but just kind of tired all the time well i don't mean to flex on you but got up parks set his alarm and got up on his own and he was ready to go to school like by the time i rolled out of bed it was awesome dude that's kind of annoying that my two-month-old doesn't do that you should maybe teach him a thing or two it was sick man Took him to school, got a workout in. I'm ready. Right-eyed, bushy-tailed. It's going to be a good – it's content week too, by the way. I don't know if you realize that. 
Did you do full body Friday on a Monday? No, today was chest and uh, core day. Really? Yeah. You, you need to hit those pretty like pretty hard, honestly. Want me to pop top, show you? Well, I've just been thinking that for a while now, like you just need to hit that a little harder. You have? Mm-hmm. You're just now sharing that with me. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of in chest luge territory. <laughs> Stop, dude. You're not? No. Why? You know I'm a chest guy. Are you? Yeah. I feel like you've become more of an arm guy. No. Well, thank you for saying that. I, I disagree. My arm's, my arm's never going to be that big. It's not. I'm not built for it. Chest, man. That's my thing. I'm just beard guy. You want to come cop a feel? I just don't have any. I don't have any physical attributes that contain muscles that like people default like. Oh yeah, he's like the, he's but the hamstring guy. You don't know what would happen if you put if you like started throwing some iron around. The biggest question mark around what would grow on my body would be my arms because like I've never put any effort into my arms, but they're so perfectly tiny. Why would I? Some some people like your like arms will just explode if you give them a little bit of work. It happens, dude. I just don't know if I'm that type of person. You don't know. What if? Should I start doing push-ups every morning? Yeah. How many? Uh, it's like 500. I don't think I have time. I don't think I have the time <laughs> or strength for that. I think I could do like 30. Then, then Not at once. I'd have to take a break. You start at 30, then you'll be doing 50 before you know it, and then who knows? Y'all would be calling me out for not, not going all the way to the floor. Yeah, it's okay. Eventually, you'll hit the floor. What's so funny, Randy? He'd probably do them on his knees. There's no shame in people doing it on their knees, Randy. Some people just don't have the upper, wow, ar- upper arm strength and they need that extra extra help. When okay, people are sure. trying to better themselves, we don't shame them Mm-mm. for it. Mm-mm. Ever. Do some push-ups right now. I'm not doing push-ups right now. We don't have the camera angle, unfortunately. I would do it if we had the camera I angle. Can, I, could do, could I could change the angle of a camera and I could have you do push-ups. I right will now. never do push-ups on camera without getting clearance from someone beforehand off camera that I'm doing the proper push-up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never just going to drop to the ground because I, that's just opening myself up to get absolutely roasted by everybody. It's true. Refusing to do push-ups. Real, real GDI hours over here. I'll do it not on camera. If we don't have like a push-up contest, like a cabin or something. I feel like I used to be so much better at push-ups than I am now. I don't know what happened to me. Hey. Your arms got tiny. Remember I told you how I saw that dude bust ass on a unicycle the other day? Yeah. Will you just tell the story? Oh, my God. I was walking Stella on the hike and bike trail in Austin, obviously. Just to think that someone's on a unicycle on the hike and bike trail is funny enough. As this dude was... <laughs> cooking like he was going really fast this wasn't i mean this wasn't a small so thing. was he getting like a like honest question was he getting like a workout in on this unicycle is he that was, like how fast he was going he was dressed in biz cash he had a tie on it's like that that's like how he gets to work maybe and or did he have his shirt hanging from the unicycle so it didn't get wrinkled <laughs> no so this dude is in like biz cash right like he's got slacks on button down he's got a tie no coat and he's he's going probably 20 miles per hour on a unicycle, this this was like um, I don't want to say like a mountain unicycle. It, it, thick tire, thick tire, I've seen one of those and before, it was but yeah. the, the jacked the wheel, up uni with a lift kit. The wheel was probably f- four to five feet tall. Okay, big. Okay, right. And so he's cooking. He's you know, and still I'm. He's right. He's we're about to cross paths, and he he kind of looks over his shoulder like he's distracted by something, and looks back, and he starts to. You could tell his his weight distribution was just got the speed wobbles. It was awry, and uh, he got the speed wobbles, and he just he ate shit and went right over the top of this big ass wheel, and just face planted into the into the gravel. What's tough is that when you're the unicycle guy, you know that all eyes are on you no matter what. Yes. Like so, like you're you're commanding attention by being the unicycle guy, 
And when you fall, before you even get up, you know that every single person is looking at you like that dude just fell off his unicycle. Yeah, you don't learn unicycle because it's like a good way to get around town. You do it because it's like, oh, I'm the unicycle guy. People are going to look at me. So you got to be damn good at it if it's you're like going to take it out in public. He got up and he was so embarrassed. This, this nice lady went up and like to check, say, are you okay, sir? And he's like, yeah. He goes, I haven't done that in a long time. And kind of just like embarrassingly laughed it off and got back on and, and rolled away. What was the age range of this guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, 45 to 50. Really? Oh, okay. okay. That's that's older than I would expect. Do we think he can juggle? Yeah. 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 He, yeah. he and Randy have probably crossed paths somewhere, some kind of group, some like origami something or i don't know uh, is there a sillier mode of transportation than a unicycle no it's it's so like, silly do they make motorized unicycles like the skateboards that, that like have the motors on them and stuff like that because like Ooh. i could see that actually t- i could see that catching on surely there's something like that yeah it was it was a tough scene for this guy but he 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 owned it he got up dust himself off checked his pants for any scrapes or anything and any holes you know and he it was tough man but yeah, like there's a there's a reason why we added that second wheel a long time ago. It's just it's easier, you know. Yeah, two wheels. I mean, when I was when I got my speed wobbles two months ago, almost exactly on the skateboard for the first time since I was like a teenager, I was just going down the this hill and I, I was fast approaching a guy sitting on a bench, and the guy was looking at the water the complete opposite direction of where I was going. I thought I was going to barrel into this dude and just completely ruin his day. Luckily, he had headphones on and couldn't hear me jump off the board, probably making like squealing noises and just hitting my feet on the ground, stomping so loud. Like that guy, I would have just jarred that guy, but he was just rocking some uh, AirPods, just cruising, just enjoying his uh, view. Not many feelings more helpless than a speed wobble situation. It's like, there's nothing, you know, it's really hard to recover from them. I had to fill out a, a form the other day for Barrett's bachelor party where we had to fill out like our, ski, our level of ski prowess. And I was like, dude, I think I, I think I can put that I'm like really good. Yeah. But then it was like, what package do you want of skis? And I was like, I'm not going to do like the top performance yeah, package. You are. Like, I don't need that. That seems unnecessary. But so, you got to get it just to just to let people know that you are capable. No, because I don't want to. I want to be out there. I want to be out there just taking nice easy turns. I'm not trying to get top performance. I'm not trying to break any speed records. What's the ski level of the group? I don't. So. Not to expose anybody, but I, I have some concerns because there are only four people that had put anything in there. And one of them was a level three snowboarder, which is a good, good sign. Uh, and the other two people were like level, I think one. And I was like, okay, so I'm probably not going to hang with you. Skiers or boarders? I think skiers. I'm going to be hanging with urchins the entire time though. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You need, you know? you need to step away. Get, get the, the real, the real skiers. No, I think my vibe is actually more snowboarder. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You're a sky though, for like through and through. I don't know what that means. Are you serious? A sky? Dude, watch Johnny Tsunami one time. Okay, if you're going to put this on your classic movie list, dude, you got to just watch Johnny Tsunami once. Okay, maybe I will. But uh, Gaper is the term that I know. Well, in in Johnny Tsunami, they have the skies and the urchins. Urchin is... Wait, urchin, you're good or bad? Urchin just means that you're either a snowboarder or you are just someone that... I think think mainly you're a snowboarder in that movie, but I also just think it means like you're one of the poor people from their town. That's like really what it means. Okay. Yeah. It's more of a class situation. There's a lot of nuances to this film. That's kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want, if you want to plug to that film, I think I can probably find someone that has it. I wish I was going, man. You guys can have fun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm one injury away from just like being laid up in Colorado for three days. Are y'all going to be there during the natty? No, dude. So that's the thing. Like I might have to fly back into Houston to watch Michigan play Texas in the natty. 
Oh shit! Didn't think about that. That'd be awesome. I mean, your boys feasting. Like, I pretty much have guaranteed one team in the Natty right now. Yeah, it's either Michigan or Bama, and then Texas. Like, I'm getting one team in. Not a lot of people are in this position right now. It's convenient to have a, a few good teams. Blue bloods. No, dude, you can't call them good because like Bama's like underrated. Michigan, you know, everyone thinks that they've just been stealing calls. Texas and, has stunk the last fifteen years. Exactly, dude. So like, I I would actually I would actually say that I have some terrible teams. You know. Well, you got lucky then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we get to today's episode, we got some major stuff to talk about. First and foremost, tomorrow we're doing exactly five minutes. It's the most exciting podcast in the Wash Media Network where we break down prompts. I'll put some. Uh, I'll put up an Instagram story today where you can submit your prompts. I did break the spin wheel the other day, so we do have we do have some some issues in the stew. I, I have a rubber band. I'll fix it. Don't worry. Okay. I thought you were about to say you have a backup. That, that would if be, anyone's got a backup, like bingo. Yeah, it's is Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, go check out washed.substack.com for our newsletter. Again, washed.substack.com for the newsletter. And if you want to watch every episode of Circling Back, except for the ones where Randy's on vacation, you can do youtube.com slash circling back. Again, youtube.com slash circling back. And as always, five-star review of the week on Wednesdays. Leave a review right now, and I'll read it on Wednesday. Make it happen. Five stars only, baby. But without further ado, it's time to recap this weekend in fun. Today, presented by our good friends over at Early Bird. I actually took an Early Bird last night. Dylan, do you see my panic room, dog? You know I had that watermelon on me. What if I told you I took one and a half Early Birds last night? I would respect that. What What if I I told you that I actually took two and I just didn't want to sound like a wild boy? Did you? I did. I'm not going to lie. Two? Your panic room looks sick last night. It was a good panic room last night, boys. And you know, I mean, whether you're taking one of these Early Birds to go out or whether you're just taking it to have a little enjoyment at home, Go make it happen. Early Bird is two and a half milligrams of natural THC, 12 and a half milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These are formulated for fun and to make you feel good. These things are right out of Austin, Texas. We know the guys who started the company. They're great guys. They've supported us from the beginning. Go make it happen. It's not very often you get a discount code with these boys, but if you use backer at earlybirdcbd.com, that's 20% off of your first purchase. Yes, I said first purchase, so load that cart. Because you're going to want more. Again, backer at earlybirdcbd.com. Dylan, what'd you mob with this weekend? Uh, thanks for asking, Will. I actually hung out with you on Friday night. Your was phone nice, was unfortunately working. Nice little treat. Uh, a rarity these days. But yeah, we stepped out. We went to dinner with, with Davey Boy and with our buddy Ryan. And yeah. it was honestly an excellent time. I had a lot of fun. Dinner was great. We even went to uh, Kelly's Irish Pub afterward and got... Two Guinnesses each. Exactly two. Two Guinnai. Exactly two. Yes. Um, had so much fun. Saturday, top five day of the year for me. I did very little. I woke up, made some coffee, watched Texas win the Big 12 championship by nice margin. Looked very strong in doing so. Uh, took Stella on a walk. I ordered Taco Deli to be delivered. I just what, okay. What's the order? I did two autos. Okay, and I did chips and queso and a diet coke. Wow, diet Mexican coke is what they have there, and it was they make that. It hit. I didn't know they made diet Mexican coke. They have yeah. Uh, what's that brand of of soda that they have there? Uh, root main root. Whatever the the hippie one. Yeah, and it's good. And then I watched. Um, you know the the afternoon games that was fun. I then I watched the 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 worst 
slash most entertaining football game maybe of all time in Louisville in Florida State. The worst quarterback play I think I've ever seen um, beyond like the middle school level. It was so entertaining. If I if if I Will DeFreeze can sit there and laugh at how bad the quarterback play is, you know it's bad. Yeah. I like I like seeing quarterbacks drop back and throw it into the line though. It was it was it was hilarious how terrible it was. I um I burned probably twelve calories on Saturday. Thought you were gonna end that sentence early. I guess I I guess <laughs> I guess I did take Stella on a walk, so that's kind of a lie. But um I aside from the walk, I didn't leave my couch and it was just an excellent an excellent evening. Fucking love it. It was a great Saturday yeah. to do absolutely yeah. nothing. Sunday got parks back. I took him and his uh, three of his buddies to this place called Epic Fun. The name of it stinks, but it's like an arcade. They have Is there a crazy event happening? They have laser tag and rock climbing and all that shit. They have bumper cars. It's a cool spot. So uh, shout out to Roback who sent me the gift card for that, by the if way. If you walked into that place and you saw Randy just like hitting kids <laughs> with the go-kart, would you be that surprised? <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't. It's, Randy would enjoy that place. It's like half yeah. off on Sunday mornings and Randy's just in there just yeah. crushing people. I, I like epic things and I like fun things. That's true. It sounds perfect. And then I've got to mention Sunday, of course, the um, college football playoff show announcement. Texas is going to the uh, the playoffs, man. Playing Washington. How's it feel, Dylan? Uh, you've been man. you've been up and down on this team all year, and and I feel like I feel like you're now in a in a territory where you're kind of feasting. Yeah, I was I was telling you earlier, like a few weeks ago, I, I would have told you, like, all right, Texas, the record's good, but you know they're second like the latter half of the season they're not playing that well they seem to kind of declining a little bit it's like okay if they win the big 12 i'll be extremely happy like that sounds that kind of feels like the you know the ceiling for this team uh and so playoff berth would just be a bonus texas the last two weeks has looked so strong and i feel not only happy to be here but i feel like texas has a decent shot at winning the whole thing Okay, we talked this out this morning. Sal and I looked for tickets. We looked for plane tickets yesterday, and they were selling out so quickly that I think they were just denying you from buying them so they could raise prices. Uh-huh. Like, they were just canceling. They were. It was just a bitch. Got it. But we were just doing it on Southwest just to have, just in case. And then we, as things started to kind of unravel, we realized, yeah, we're not going to this game. Did it Was any part of you thinking you were going to try to hit this game in, uh, in New Orleans? Um, it's New Orleans, dude. It's like the best case scenario for this game. I hadn't thought a ton about it because I don't know who I would go with. Yeah. yeah. Got to find a friend to go with or some, or maybe take Parks. I don't know if he would really, I mean, you can't take Parks out to Bourbon Street or anything, but um, no, I haven't, I haven't put a ton of thought into it. I'm don't not, let I'm Parks not, piss on, I know he likes pissing outside. Don't let him piss on Bourbon Street. I'm not completely, um, you know, throwing away the uh, the opportunity. I mean, I, 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 I might consider Find some tickets. If they go point, to the but... national championship, will you be going to NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas? I, I will I will see what I can do. I will definitely be interested in going to that game. Sally already sent a text to Brett saying, what sponsor can send us to the national championship? That's a good text. He said he was going to work on it. That's a good text. He said he's going to work on it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels a little bit surreal at the moment. Texas has come a long way in uh, – just a couple of years since Sark took over. You know what I haven't I haven't said Texas is I'm not even gonna say it. You know, Texas is rhymes with hack. I haven't said that all season long. Are you sure? I have. So if I, I searched your Twitter right now and I searched D Shivery, Texas is back, I I'm, wouldn't see any tweets. I'm checking right now. Has has Texas recovered from Ellinger saying that they're back? Maybe like when they beat that Georgia team that had no skin in the game because they missed out on the playoff. 
the last time I tweeted it um, was before the season. Before the season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What will it take for them to be fully back? Only a natty? What if they make it to the natty? What do you mean only a natty? Oh, you mean like that? That's like the only thing that. Can yeah. Do? Okay. If they get to the national championship game, will they officially be back? If they if they just curb st- if they frat stomp Washington, right? Like, is that is that considered back? Like you're in the natty against a, they a big big school, Washington, and they'll be thirteen and one and playing for a natty. Yeah, I'd say that that okay. puts them in the back in the back territory. But I won't say that until the natty has concluded, or if Texas loses to Washington, you okay. know, I might I might sneak one in there. But it's been a hell of a season, man. Hell I kind of wish Dave was here to undercut your 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 Texas fan. I'm right glad now. he's not. He would he would bring me back down to earth real quick. Like, what about the last uh, ten years, man? Like, yeah, I know it wasn't good, Dave. I get it. Anyway, man, what about your weekend? Big, just a big weekend. We, you and I, you and I got to have the absolute pleasure of sharing a meal of sushi and uh, other dishes together. Uh, we really got to get the benefit of me having a wife who makes way too many reservations in life and cancels them at the last minute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that was a beautiful situation. We had numerous numerous reservations to choose from, and we chose a new restaurant downtown called Uchiba. You guys have heard us talk about Uchiko. This is the sexier downtown location. I actually thought of you, Randy. I arrived a little early. My Uber, my Uber did something that never happens with my Uber. It was right at my place when I ordered it. So I had to pretty much just go right downstairs, and I knew I was going to be about 10 minutes early to this dinner. That doesn't sound like me at all. But anyways, continue. No, that's not you. You're late to literally everything. Uh, and so I, I got to the restaurant about 10 minutes early. They told me to go take a seat in the cocktail lounge, which was just a uh, bench outside. And I ordered a, a, a drink called the Paper Crane. Mm-hmm. Oh. Called the paper crane. Pay attention to this next part. Okay. I didn't really think much of it. It had whiskey in it. I didn't know what the other stuff in it was. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to drink this. They brought me my drink, Randy. It was in a martini glass, like a coupe glass almost, not a sexy martini glass, more mm-hmm. of a classic. And uh, on the edge of the glass sat a origami paper crane. crane? How about it was that? so swag. That is swag. So swag. That is swag. Is that in your repertoire? Can you do uh, a crane? I. If I watched a video, I would be able to. I used to be able to. <laughs> okay. Fair okay. enough. Okay. Okay. And yeah, obviously Kelly's Irish Pub was in the mix. Like the Cork County boys are just going crazy. Stop. County Cork boys, as, as we say it back home. Dave stinks at the Guinness game. Dave is too aggressive during the Guinness game. I thought he was just going to finish his whole beer. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. So much. Like, what are you doing, dog? I like how Guinness is never going to sponsor us because they don't need to because we just do free content yeah, all the time for that's them. That's right. Yeah. Um. I, I had a, I had a beautiful situation transpire on Saturday. I already had really big ambitions of sitting on the couch literally all day doing nothing. Um, I had some some footy to watch, but I also had some American football to watch. So I was just I already had an embarrassment of riches. And then I went to the front door and I saw a giant box sitting there. I tried to lift it up and I was like, "What that? What is this? This must be something sponsored. I don't know what this is. I'm, something that Brett didn't didn't tip me off of." I opened this box and what do I see? I see. A gigantic, gigantic collection of records from the band Goose. Something I had ordered months ago Holy as a shit. pre-order. And I, I was like, okay, well, now I have like this giant box set, and I'm just going to listen to this all day. Wait, how many records were in this like set? Like 10, I think. Wow. Huge. I remember when I got it, I was like, man, this is kind of a dumb purchase, but like, I, I really do want this and all their other live stuff on vinyl is really expensive, so I did it. But like, I didn't – when you order something, it's kind of like booking a trip like way in advance. 
you kind of forget that you paid for it. Yeah. And then you get it. And I was just like, Dude, oh man, best. like this is like a Christmas gift to myself. And I just got to go sit around and do it. It was ha great. Having a vacation paid for months in advance, it, it feels like the vacation is free when it finally does arrive. It's great. When Sal and I like did our last Europe trip, we paid for it all like a year in advance. And when we got there, I thought I had some stuff that I had to pay for. And the realization that I didn't have to put my credit card down for any hotels or anything, I was just like, oh my God, like this is truly a free vacation for me right now. So I was just riding a high. As we said, three teams in the college football playoff. Like, we're just absolutely thriving. And then, you know, your boy had to switch up his hair game this weekend. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't go oppo. I thought about going oppo with it, but my hair doesn't really go oppo very well. Yeah, you just did it. Does You're it go oppo right now? It, maybe it's a new hair stuff, dude. It's just, it's great. I went, I went oppo once like a, a year ago. It felt really weird. Did you go out and do it? Yeah. That's fucking sad. I stepped out for Din Din. You climbed it. Yeah. Well, I, I decided, so I'm going through a bunch of hair changes right now. Uh, my hair's never been longer than it is right now. Got a lot going on. And I ran out of my hair stuff recently. I was devastated. Oh. I get it for half price from our uh, the girl who cuts our hair. But I usually have to tell her like a little in advance, hey, I need this stuff. And I, I didn't have an appointment. I didn't have anything. So I decided to go online and buy some. They didn't have the stuff I wanted. So I fucking switched it up, dude. You ready for this? You fucking ready for What'd what I did? Do? I switched from a gel. Now I'm a clay boy, dude. You were doing gel? I was doing this like really stronghold gel. What year is this? No one's doing gel. I used it at a spa one time in Austin. Like I, Sally got me a gift to go to a spa and get a massage. And they had this in their bathroom. And I was like, this is the best hair stuff I've ever gotten. And so I became dedicated to it for like three years. Well, now I got, I, 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 stay, I stayed brand loyal. It's Kevin Murphy is the name of the, the stuff. I've seen it. Now I'm a rough rider. Just in my rough rider clay Dude, era. Welcome to the clay, the clay life. Dude, my hair, I I've never had a better hair weekend than I had this weekend. My hair was falling in all the right places. It was never out. Like even when it was out of sorts and stuff, I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, ooh, I look like chicly messy right now. The brand I use is statement. It's a clay. Okay. Matte. I was a clay boy before I moved down here. It's a matte finish, no big deal. Yeah, this one, this one doesn't have a lot of sheen or brilliance to it. It's kind of mm. just on the lower end of that spectrum with a kind of a, you know, a good hold. This is non-spawn, by the way. No, no, but dude, it's kind of weird how much this has changed, like my entire like feeling about myself. I feel like a different person when I have my hair with different stuff in it. I also went about a week with nothing in it, and I hated it. Yeah. Like I just, I just got lazy and didn't want to buy anything. And going a week without your normal like hair product just feels like you're just like raw dogging reality. I didn't even know they made gel still. I thought Dude, it was just a thing of the past. What, what you, people still have? People have different types of hair, Dylan. I haven't seen it in a minute though. You're not even a rough rider, dude. You're right. You're not a rough rider. That was my weekend of fun. I just did my hair alone in my apartment. That sounds sick, though. Yeah, it was fucking lit, dude. <clears throat> uh, this morning, I woke up, and I saw something devastating. Uh-oh. I woke up. I did my normal morning routine. I wake up. I go into my kitchen, start to make some coffee, a little bing bong for the, for the boys and my wife. And uh, I looked over at my aura frame. And it said, poor connection. And I realized, oh, my internet's out. And I was like, hold on. It's still scrolling through all my photos. This is amazing. How's it doing this? But I was like, what, what's going on here? This thing's, this thing's just built absolutely different. Then I realized, yeah, because it's an aura frame, dude. Mm. I, I reset my internet. It was all back and nothing even changed. This thing was just absolutely trucking through it, making all my photos look beautiful, pairing them perfectly together in a way that I was like, oh my God, the juxto right here is just crazy. Right, the juxto. You know how I told you I just gifted one of these to my dad mm -hmm. for his birthday? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the other day, we got Parks' uh, school picture in, and we have a digital copy of it. So, you know, you know, do whatever. Anyway, I just, I still have, I'm like, my dad's frame is still in my app. Mm -hmm. I just added it to his thing. I didn't even tell him I did it. That's what's up, dude. He's going to be in his kitchen, like, just hanging out, making coffee. He's like, oh, shit. New Parks, <laughs> New Parks pick just dropped. Yeah. You gave him the you gave him the gift of a JPEG. These things are amazing. It's so easy to add pics. It I love like these five things. seconds. There's no better time to get it on Aura Frames than December. Like, I mean, it's it's probably the best gift you could ever give somebody. It really is. Like people, I love this thing. The parent, like for your parents, there's not a better yeah. No, no, I don't even know like what we covered in the copy that we were supposed to cover right now. But ju I'm just telling you, this thing is built absolutely different. Well, you mentioned the Juxto. Yeah. Well, that's the dude. That's the thing. I everyone takes so many photos these days with their phone up and down and not side by side that I was worried. But the way that it pairs the photos together and the way that the photos look when they're side by side, I almost prefer it this way. That algo goes crazy. Mm -hmm. But then when I get the surprise like big shot, I'm like, oh, we're living. We're living. Mm, that's what's up. Visit AuraFrames.com today to get thirty dollars off the best holiday gift with code Circling. These frames sell out quickly, though, so get yours before they're gone. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com, promo code CIRCLING. And yes, terms and conditions do apply. I omitted this from my weekend in fun because this is not fun. Uh-oh. Nor did it happen this weekend. Okay. I think it was on a Patreon episode where I told the story of a man who was feeding the geese next door to our place. Okay. You confronted the man. I conf Not only did I, yeah, I confronted this man. Uh, do I need to retell part of this story in order to set the scene? You scared the life out of him. These geese were getting fed by my place. Uh, a backer told me that these ge geese were an invasive species. Egyptian geese, if you want to Google it. Actually, Dylan, will you Google the Egyptian geese right now? Because I'm going to have Gladly. you read some of the questions that people Google about these things. So I've been struggling with these geese for a while. They procreated. They had about, you know, eight babies, chicks. I don't know what you'd call them. And uh, they all grew up. They all groaned up now and they flew away. But I was very confused because somebody was giving these geese a ton of food down at our place. And then they were putting a bunch of creamed corn out by the, the side of the, um, the docks. And I was like, what's going on here? Why, like, why is there creamed corn down here? This is a targeted attack. Now I start to, now I'm starting to get some conspiracy theories going. Well, as it turns out, uh, I, I spotted the guy feeding the geese and this was not like a neighbor. This was just some random dude in a Prius. And I was like, Hey man, why, what are you doing? Why are you feeding these geese? Tried to kill him with a little kindness, had a smile on my face. And he gave me like a really attitude filled answer. And he was like, I'm trying to kill him. Like joking around. Did you mention how much cream corn he had? He had double barrel cream corns. And anytime you see someone walking around in public with two cans of cream corn that are completely like open, you, your your gears start to tick a little bit. Also strange that he was in a vehicle, so he, he didn't live close enough to just walk over and do it. Like, he got in his car with two cans of cream corn and drove to the lake. Four cans. He went back Four for more. Cans. He went back for more. It, it It's not a normal thing. I finally told him after he gave me all this attitude and told me that he was trying to kill them uh, that uh, I was like, well, you, you have a really weird uh, you have a really weird demeanor about you. And then that kind of set things up. I've never told someone that in person before. And so actually telling someone that was also was a very foreign and weird feeling because it's a strange thing to tell someone. I don't remember that part of the story. I told them, I was like, it's very, un your, your demeanor's unsettling. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, and the it all ended with him driving off. I've never seen this guy again in my entire life. And I've also seen, never seen any creamed corn spread around there. So I thought the problem was gone. Thought we were going to be done with these geese. Well... The geese have become territorial. 
I'm now at war with these geese in, in a way that I never anticipated. I thought they were just going to be pooping around everywhere. I thought these geese were just going to be kind of honking randomly. <laughs> no. Now these things are not only like approaching, uh, you know, everyone down there. These things are directly looking at me and just like approaching me, honking at me and trying to chase me out. They know that they know that you're the guy who ran off the cream corn guy. That's the thing. Like, are they hungry? I don't really know. Uh, and like this morning I'm out there with Rosie, they start going at Rosie. And then if Rosie gives them one look, these things kind of, they kind of turn a little bit, but they're, I can see them growing with confidence right now. You need to take one out in front of its friends. Dude, they're protected. They are? They're apparently they're protected. This invasive species is protected? I guess. That's what I read online today. I don't have it in me to kill one of these things. Are you kidding? You don't. I know. I know you, that you wouldn't do that. And so I started looking it up, and I was like, how do you get rid of these things? Like, if you when you Googled Egyptian geese, like, do, are there are a bunch of questions there that are like, how do I get rid of these? What's the deal with these? There's a question that says, is this an invasive bird? Um, and it, sa it says yes, but only in certain. It says, in Arkansas and many other southeastern states, Egyptian geese, a known pest and invader in Europe, are increasing in abundance and distribution so it's a little gray um i don't it sounds like they are somewhat invasive though <sighs> what is the problem with egyptian geese occasionally they will feed on insects frogs and worms um, economical impacts egyptian geese have been observed to cause um, significant damage in suburban areas such as parks feeding uh damage and feces can be a major problem so just poop and, and devastation of the crop. Yeah. It's everything you want. Well, so one of my biggest issues now isn't even – like if you get past the idea that I have these invasive species that are now trying to run me out of my own like domicile, like that's one thing. But now I have a bigger issue that I'm dealing with. This is a very public place. It's a public boat launch. There's several buildings around where people can look out their window while they're drinking their coffee in the morning and they can see what's going on at the park. You know, there's people walking by all the time. We've got road bikers. Um, I won't even get started on the, the epidemic of people in Austin, Texas who are runners who are now just running in the street, not even on the sidewalk or in the bike lane. They're just running in the street for mm -hmm. some reason as mm -hmm. if they're like, whatever. Now I have to deal with the idea of my neighbors seeing me running away from these geese every day or like, like doing this. You know what I mean? Like I have to do one of these. Geese can be little fuckers, man. They can run up on you. But it's not a good look to be scared of like a, a, a bird that doesn't eat meat, you know? But now I have my neighbors just seeing me looking soft, like trying to sick my dog on them. But if they go for Rosie, though, that's a problem. You have to intervene. Yeah, but they go, for, they go towards her because they know that she's a non-threat. She should be a threat. I think they know now after a year, they're like, nah, nah, I'm fucking these things up. Oh, man. What do I do? I don't know. Do I do I need to feed it? Like, I mean, I could do the Alka-Seltzer trick, but like, I don't want to blow these things up or get caught, you know? I think you got to let it. You got to let them know who's the alpha. You got to do something. I'm not saying kill one of them, but like maybe maybe you run up at them and try to scare them off. I saw someone I saw someone say online that they used an airsoft gun to get them out of their backyard. And then I was like, I can't be the dude just unloading a, a, my blicky of airsoft into these geese. Maybe you just backhand one of them in front of its friends. You know? Should I just choke one out? Maybe. Don't kill it, though. Like, just you know, scare just it a little like, bit? Just hold it up. Be like, you know I could kill you right now if I wanted to. I don't know if they speak English. They speak, they're from Egypt, dude. But he'll get, okay, then. How'd they fly all the way over here from Egypt? That's what I don't get either. I know, right? It's a long way. They got to cross the whole ocean to get here. Do you think they, like, do shifts? I don't know, man. Like, hop on a boat for a few minutes? If anyone out there has any Egyptian geese problems that they've solved in their life, I'd like to know. Have you Googled, like, how to... 
Yeah, people say my goose problem. One guy just said I had to get on job and just shoo him away for four straight days. And I was like, I can't just sit at my park and just shoo him away for four days. Like I feel like I feel like the the city needs to confront this. But I can't be the dude calling three one one complaining about geese. Like that's not a good look. That's a soft move. That's soft. But well, no like, one's gonna know you're doing it. I know. Like I'm trying to get. The, I don't. I just want these to bother someone else, not me, not your boy. Is there kind of any kind of like animal protect protection service that there's got to be? I don't but, know, man. But now I'm starting to have this theory that like the guy that was feeding him creamed corn, like he was having issues at his place, and so he lured him all down to this Ooh, area, and then he was just spreading it, it. Maybe he lived half a mile down the. the I still lake. can't get over the fact that the guy had a magnet on the bottom of his water bottle, and he just like thought it was the swaggest thing of all time. He pretended mm. to drive off after I had my words with him, and he put the he put the water bottle on top of his car so that other people around would be like, "Oh, you got a water bottle," and he was like, "No." Stuck it on the side of the car and it was just sitting there. Perfect I'm very, dick. I'm very confident that that guy gets no chicks. That that guy probably has a, a unicycle that he rides around the trail. Maybe it was the guy who fell. Major recumbent bike vibes. Yes. Like, ask me about my bike that I can lay down in, dude. Yeah. Those are for old folks, though, right? I guess. But if you see like a young person in a recumbent bike, it's it's like, what? Why are you riding this? Get the big orange flag sticking out the back. You ever do that at the gym when you're like hungover? It's like oh, I'm just gonna go sit on the recumbent bike and move my feet for like ten minutes. No, oh, that's I see people do it at their like a their home office. They just like do it all day while they're working. I just don't. I can't see myself ever becoming a home office like stand up desk person or like the people that have the walking thing. My sister in law is the walking thing. What is that? It's like a tread. It's like a little tiny treadmill that you just walk while you're doing stuff. Wait, what? Yeah. Have you, Randy knows. Yeah. So what? they just have a, de- a treadmill at their desk and they just stand and I have, work. I have never, I mean, I'm not surprised that exists, but it, wow, I've never heard of it. Which, which sister-in-law? Emily. Does she really? Yeah. I don't think she uses it very often, but she has one of them. That's crazy. I was kind of interested by it. Is it just a regular treadmill or is it It's like, just like a tiny little treadmill thing. That's hilarious. You just walk and you just, yeah. I feel like I got, I got to make fun of her when I see her. I don't think she actually uses it. This is one of those things that you buy. It's like a Peloton. Like, use it for a little bit, and then you get tired of it. That's funny. Shout out to my Peloton that's sitting there, though, collecting dust. Hell yeah. (sighs) Yeah, here you go. Here you go, Dylan. You should get one of these for the office, dude. Oh, my gosh. It's just like the little pad thing. It's not that little, I guess. Have you ever fallen off a treadmill? No, but videos of people doing it are hilarious. I fell off one once. No one was around, though. Really? Well, it was in the up. Our gym had an upper deck of treadmills. Were you chopping or I were was, you just... I was, yes. I was slowing down from an absolute chop. And I, when I slowed it down, my feet were kind of moving so fast. I was, I got speed wobbles essentially. And one of my, one of my feet caught the uh, side and I just kind of took yep, a tumble and shot it. back. It was not a good feeling. But knowing that no one saw me, just like, I, I kind of wish I had the, uh, the footage of it from the security cameras. You're coming down from an absolute chop. Yeah, dog. You know, I was probably listening to Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, that's Honestly, right. Cruz was probably playing in my speaks. Look at that shit. You should get one. <clears throat> I don't think so, man. Why? It might help your legs. Dude, I walk, I walk, so, I walk so much. Stella and I are just logging miles right now. I do, your... probably, I do probably 12 miles a week. Pretty good. I'm not doing anything. 12 miles a week. Yeah, I'm not. I'm hardly walking at all. I'm getting like two thousand steps a day. I got my route down around the lake. It's sick, dude. Come join me sometime. You, I've never gotten an invite. I've never invited anyone to walk with me, so don't take it personally. That's fine. Actually, but, that's not true. Kayla and I took a walk not long ago. Okay, so you are inviting people on walks. Yeah, I, I did invite her because she she lives right across the lake from me. So it's like it, it worked. It's it's a cute little like meet cute. 
and like, hey, let's do a little. It's not a meet cute. You're right. You're not using that phrase right. I know. <laughs> anyway, can we hear from our friends over at Point Me, so yeah. they can point you in the right direction? Mm-hmm. It's the first of its kind real-time search engine for points, just like Kayaker Google Flights, but for points. Point Me shows people how to get their best flights using their credit card points or airline miles, and it breaks down every step of how they can move from one to the other. They're on a mission to get people better flights for fewer points and for people to stop wasting their points. You can check for flights across 33 loyalty programs and more than 150 airlines to uncover a multitude of real-time award flight options. Point Me runs extensive business rules. We love business rules over here. Love them. Um, and they also use logic to validate the flights you see on Point Me are flights that you can actually book and not just out there. Uh, I actually logged into my bank account the other day. I don't do this very often. I try to avoid it at all costs. And I was trying to figure out why I had a charge on one of my credit cards. Charge? And it was a, uh, a yearly fee. I was like, dang, I should probably cancel this thing. And I went in and I looked at how many points I had. And I, I go, oh my God, I haven't, used, I haven't used this card in so long. I forgot I had all these points. How do I use these? Guess what? Point me, pointed me in the right direction. Let's go. It's easy to use. It walks users through every step of how to conduct a point transfer from a credit card to an airline all the way to booking, which is critical. At every touch point, they've asked, could someone who has never used this point or used this before use point me successfully? So there are a lot of educational moments and opportunities to build confidence and understanding. Their mission is to make it as easy as possible for travelers to find the best deals, no matter their loyalty program. Head over to the description in the, in the uh, of this episode. And just check out Point Me. Go make it happen. Big news. Something we I think we were actually early on, Dylan, for the first time ever. The word of the year just dropped. We were only early on this one because we had uh, we had two Gen Z interns at the time who kind of walked us through it. I kind of wish they didn't say what the word of the year was before we like had an opportunity to guess it because I think I would have liked to guess like which word would have done it. Ooh, I, I'm going to go through a list of finalists too after we talk about the word of the year. The finalists kind of pissed me off. All these words kind of pissed me off. The word of the year for the Oxford Dictionary is Riz. Hell yeah. It's like the first year where I actually think it's a good word. Like the past like five years have been trash. Why? What have the past five years I don't been? know, but you could probably look it up, but you probably have it. But Riz is good. I, I love nothing more than seeing something like the Oxford Dictionary try to uh, describe what Riz is. Like last year was goblin mode, I think. I think it was. When I went to go look up this year's word, the first thing that came up was 2022, and I think it was goblin mode, and I thought that's kind of, that can't be the word of the year. I was laying in bed, and I was eating Doritos on my white sheets, just wiping my hand on it, and I saw it. It was goblin mode. Riz. It was goblin mode. It's a young person's word. The other words of the year, the finalists were prompt. This is a lame one. It's so lame. This is just an AI, an AI thing. Uh, situationship. I hate this word so much, Dylan. I think it's because I live in the Sunday Scaries universe that has like a lot of single women in it. Like the just the analytics of Sunday Scaries. So it's a female crowd. And I think there's a lot of people in their 20s who are probably single. And the amount of times that something gets submitted to the Sunday Scaries Instagram account that has the word situationship in it, it kills me inside every single time. Got to be honest. This one, I've, I've heard it before. It's not really on my radar, though. I don't hear anyone using it ever. It's because you're, you're 40. No offense, like you're 40. Well, you're not that far behind me, but you hear it a lot. It's a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Uh, isn't that just friends with benefits? Friends with Bennies is what that is. Randy, have you been in any situationships lately? 
What? Okay, that's a yes. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to pry anymore. I didn't. I didn't mean to bring up any sensitive subjects. Although I respect Randy, like never, never share. He never shares the details. He doesn't. It. I like it, but it, it's really annoying. I want him to spill spill the tea. If somebody, if you were, if you were DMing with a girl on a dating app, Randy, and this girl said like, "I'm done looking for situationships." Is that like an is that like a normal thing to say? Or if you said the word situationship in something, would someone be like, okay, why is this why is this like twenty nine year old dude saying the word situationship to me? I think no. I think you describe a situation to other people, not to the person you're currently in a situation with. You probably both know it, but you tell your friends that like, oh, it's just a situation. You wouldn't actually like say that because that that'd be weird. I'm looking at some of the uh, passwords in the back. Uh, Goblin mode twenty twenty one was. Get ready for this one. Vax. Oh, dude. Uh, of course. You get the jab? 2020 you didn't have one. 2019 was climate emergency. Wow, they took off 2020. Youthquake? I don't even know what that Youth is. Youthquake? That was 2017. 2018 was toxic. Have you guys heard the term beige flag? Uh, I've only heard it because of Instagram. Or no, I'm sorry, TikTok. You like, what's your beige flag? You heard beige flag, Randy? Uh, I have. A character trait that indicates that a partner or potential partner is boring or lacks originality. Um, especially of a partner or potential partner viewed as extremely characteristic but not distinctly good or bad. What's your beige flag? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, what the beige flag would be. It's just, that's just anything that doesn't, like strike me as good or bad right just like everything that's in the middle like if you ask sally right now what my beige flag is she'd probably say grateful dead vinyls she just thinks it's boring she's like i don't think she thinks it's boring to the point where she doesn't want to deal with it but it's something she just puts up with that she definitely is like okay that she just has to deal with and she doesn't she doesn't stop me from like buying anything she doesn't stop me from talking about it to her but like she's definitely at the point now where she just tunes out when i start talking to her about stuff like i'm gonna go to the store and do this and she's like Cool. I don't care. Please Anything leave. that is considered like just basic would be like a beige flag to me. Yeah. What's your beige flag? Mine? Uh, I'm probably like Kohl's and chain restaurants and stuff. I found what I Oh, your use. own beige flag. I thought you meant like yeah. what I what I look for in someone else. Oh, like a my beige flag. I don't know. I probably got a ton. Boring or lacks originality. See, that's just tough because, like, uh, it's, it's everything's subjective. I guess it is. Uh, red flags are subjective. I mean, everyone has, like, boring or, like, basic traits about them. But you got to have some, you know, some outliers, too. That's where the fun lies. Right? Hey, man, everything's in touch of gray. Beige flag. De-influencing the practice of discouraging people from buying particular products or of encouraging people to reduce their consumption of material goods, especially via social media. This next one I'm I'm familiar with because of uh, Cole Campbell. He talks about it all the time. A heat dome. But why does he talk about heat domes? Because I'm kind of bummed that heat dome means what it means. He lives in a notoriously cold part of the world, okay. Canada. So and every time it's like it's above 70 degrees in his hometown, he's like, "Oh, look at the heat dome." <laughs> talks about the heat dome. Like it's just a warm day, man. It's probably not a heat dome. I kind of wish heat dome meant something completely different. It's a like, persistent. Dude. Persistent high-pressure weather system over a particular geographic area, which traps a mass of hot air below it. Wouldn't it be tighter, though, if, like, I was looking at your hat right now? I was like, dude, that's a good, like... That's a heat I dome. I like your howler heat dome, dude. You can also have a sexual connotation. I don't know what that would even... Oh, like... like Dome. Like you're having sex in a dome that's dome. hot inside. 
No. Biodome, probably sure. I got dome and it was heat. Okay. You took it too far. There's children that listen to this podcast. People were thinking it. I just landed the plane for them. No, no. Parasocial is the final one. Designating a relationship characterized by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower of a well-known prominent figure, typically a media celebrity, in which the follower of fans becomes falsely or to feel falsely that they know a celebrity as a friend. Yeah, that makes sense that that would be a thing this year, especially considering Swifty's one of the words of the year this year. I got to tell you, man, these types, stands is a stand, right? Yeah. They weird me out. That, to me, it's a red flag. Well, there, there's so many different levels of it, though, too. There are. Have you ever seen the people that like fetishize like mass shooters and stuff? Oh, that's like, that's just... Twi- that's twisted, dark, fucked up shit. Tumblr's like a hotbed for it, man. Like, remember really? the dude who, like, remember the dude who shot up a movie theater who had like green hair, or orange hair, or something, like kind of jokery. Yeah. Like, there was a whole community of people on Tumblr who were like, "Oh my gosh, look at this picture of him that just came out. He looks so cute in this." And it was like, "Stop it!" The Boston, stop it! The Boston Marathon bomber. Yes, he was another one that like it was just like, "What are yeah, you people there was doing?" A group of people just obsessed with that dude. It was really messed up. Just because they're like like somewhat good looking in the, in their terms, and like you just get obsessed with that person. Like, stop the, it! The people on Twitter whose um, profile pic are of a celebrity. And like their entire online brand is about that person. And granted, they're probably young people. No one my age is doing that, I wouldn't think. But that's like no, people your age are definitely doing that. That shit weirds me out. Did you see the so much? Did you see the person this weekend who's like a Taylor Swift poster and she posted a photo of herself with like her new baby who's two weeks old and her husband at like a pumpkin patch and she looked just like Taylor Swift. Mm. And so people started being like, like a lot of people were being nice to her and saying like, oh my gosh, such a cute photo. I thought you were Taylor Swift. And it was like a compliment. But then a lot of people were like, yeah, you took this too far. You look way too much like her. You may, might need to find your own identity. Yeah. And she got very upset over it. But I, I got down that as Twitter does these days. Once I clicked on that tweet, I saw about a million other tweets about it. Yeah. I don't like people who who, not that I don't like them. I, I don't get down with people who worship celebrities. I worship a lot of celebrities, like Paul Mezcal and stuff. Like he's just like a hot, cool dude. You don't you know? worship celebrities in the way I'm talking about. You don't know my burners. That's true. I don't. They're just people, man. Right, Randy? Just people, man. I know what youthquake means if you want to know, Will. What's a youthquake? This is a, this is a good uh, retail therapy definition here. A noticeable shift in society or culture in response to the activities or tastes of younger members of the culture. So pretty so much a, Gen Z taking over. It's and a like, vibe shift? Yeah, it's a vibe shift. It's a vibe shift. Dude, you feel that youth quake this weekend when that new Dua dropped? Hey, have you DM'd Dua Lipa yet? She's single. Her Twitter, she's single. I didn't even know she was dating someone, dude. I just feel like she's not going to see it, you know? Yeah, but what if she does? And what if she's like, okay. Has James DM'd her yet? Probably. He's been. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't care about the goalie. See, I don't want to encroach on James's uh, territory there. What if you? What if she responds to you and you're like, "Hey, I'd like to. I'd actually like to introduce you to my friend James." Okay. If you. You know what? Yeah. If you. You can see he's a fan of yours. If you go through his his Twitter feed, he just loves you. Is there a horny parasocial? Because I think that's him. What's a situ- <laughs> what's a situationship when you're the other person doesn't know that they're in it and I, that there's not sex? I think it's unrequited love. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's a term for everything. If you hand her, if you send her the Mario DM, I think that'll work. Okay, say no more. We purchased. I purchased Mario this weekend. The game or the movie? The movie. You purchased the movie. It's on Netflix for free. Well, now he owns it well, forever. I also use my brother-in-law's Netflix account and. 
it doesn't work on one of our TVs. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we bought Mario. It's a good movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Good movie. Seen it. I'd like to pivot a little bit. This is more of a worst of story than anything, but this is something I saw on Twitter. Um, you guys are familiar with Taco Bell, correct? Live Moss. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, have you guys ever seen the Instagram account? I was poisoned.com. No, I no. haven't either. I hadn't seen it until today, but it's, uh, they report food poisoning and you can sign up for free consumer report or consumer safety alerts for your city. It's the number one consumer food safety platform in the world. And they uh, put up stuff about people getting food poisoning. Can I read you this one from Canton, Georgia? Yes. Tell me what would happen if you were in the, the presence of this guy. Okay. Taco Bell, Marietta Highway, Canton, Georgia. I went to Taco Bell and I ordered the same thing from two days before, which was the value meal taco in five-layer burrito, and I think a chalupa for $5. I only ate the chalupa and taco in the Mountain Dew, uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I know Randy likes that. Uh, I eat the food I left, and I put the five-layer burrito in my pocket for the movie I was going to see. You ever put a five-layer burrito in your pocket for a movie? I've done a, a pocket taco before, but never a burrito. What ta- what's a, you just put a taco in your pocket and yeah. called it a day? Don't call it a pocket taco like it's a normal thing. But yeah. It was, it was, okay, it what was, situation were you like, I got to put this taco in my it, pocket it, it, and book it right now? We had gotten like tacos before <laughs> while we were at uh, Chicago for St. Patty's Day drinking and stuff like that. We are going to next bar, so I just put the pocket taco in my pocket and I had a taco taco. I saw. I, I'm not going to at this person because that would be mean, and I don't want to run into them in the future and have them say that I was an asshole and they heard this. But I was once at a tailgate and there was a professional golfer at the tailgate and he took four pocket tacos with him. I was like, "You're a pro golfer. Like you can afford breakfast tacos at the game. Like just go down there and buy one. Like you don't need to take these from the tailgate and then they, go to the game. They wrapped in foil. Yeah, he just pocketed four of them." Like if you do one pocket taco like Randy did, like yeah. that's something. Your but pockets, doing four, it, it you're, going, you're, going, too, but yeah. you're going double barrel in each pocket. Pockets are bulging with tacos. Yeah, it's too much. Like I get it, you're a professional athlete, you got a feast, but like four pocket tacos, just all right, anyway. We're burying the lead here. He said, in about 20 minutes into the movie, I automatically start vomiting everywhere, and my face was burning, and I felt like I was going to pass out. Thank God I was the only one in the theater. I knew something was wrong and I tried to head home. I was so sick I was about to pass out. Had to call an ambulance and was taken to the hospital and they said I had food poisoning. I've been eating at this Taco Bell since 1992, which equals 31 years and this never had happened. But it did and it was absolutely horrible. What do you do if you're sitting in a movie and there's one other guy there? Like it's already awkward when there's one other person in the movie theater and you're sitting there. What do you do if you're sitting there and you're just like, oh, this guy's just puking violently everywhere right now? Oh my God. Do you help him or do you leave? I leave. Well, I, I'll check in. Like, hey, man, do you need do you like, need you anything? Good? But I think I gotta go. I think I think I'm going to the first like person that's like it's gonna smell working at the movie theater and just being like, dude, you gotta go help that guy. Yeah, this guy's barfing fucking everywhere. And also maybe give me a refund while we're at it because I can't go back in there. Oh, you can't eat this much Taco Bell. Yeah, you can. Right he's been doing movie. it for 31 years and he seems completely fine. Doesn't seem completely fine. I don't think I've I, I don't think I've ever gotten remotely close to vomiting in a movie theater, and it, that seems like an all time bad place to have to vomit. You would think that he could feel it coming, and he would get up and walk to the restroom. Well, he said the phrase, "I automatically started vomiting everywhere," just auto vom. Automatic, just spontaneous vom. 
Only one taco and chalupa though at that point, right? So he didn't have too much. Taco Do you think it was Bell. the taco or the chalupa? Did he did Something. he get did he get to the thing in his pocket? He just said he brought it. I don't know if it got to. He was still he still had one strapped on him. I think he was strapped. Still. Can you imagine them taking him like out of the movie theater, like on like a like a bed, and he's got he's just got his five layer burrito sitting there. He's like, get this thing off me. <laughs> What's going on? I think I was poisoned. Here, test this. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> test it. See if this was in it. Like, sir, why do you have an extra one on you? But Just in case. Does food poisoning set in that quickly? Like, I don't know. Like when I got Sweet Green, not to add them. Hope they never want to be a sponsor because I've tarnished them enough. But like, when I got Sweet Green food poisoning, it took about six hours for it to set in. Like it wasn't an immediate thing. I don't know that I've ever gotten food poisoning. Knock on wood. Please knock on wood. It's I, I'm not kidding when I say I think it's, it's the worst. Like I, know. I think I'd rather have the flu. I've heard it's. I like, don't want to say that the flu can <clears throat> literally kill you. Like seasickness and food poisoning, I've heard are like the two. Like actually, that's a really good point. Most miserable things you can experience. It's inescapable nausea. Yeah. Have you ever gotten seasick? No, I, I think I'm uh, immune to it. I, I I've been in I've been in rough waters before. I just I can handle it. I haven't been deep sea Thankfully. fishing since my first ever my first and only uh no, like sea nausea. Really? It was inescapable, dude. Just I was just laying laying there the entire. I mean, I was young. And I was just laying there with my hands over my stomach for hours, just begging them to go back. Yeah. But they wanted to catch some big boy fish, so they were like, nah, player. I've heard it's extremely years old. Deal extremely with it. Miz. Just don't do it. Don't get sick. I need to use I want to use one of I want to go fishing with one of those things that we have a sponsor that gave us that anti-nausea thing. That's Alyssa right. used it for altitude stuff, and I think it actually worked. Wow. I don't know. Fucking A. I don't know. Can we talk about our friends over at Blue Land? Please. Big fan of everything Blue Land's doing. I use it every single day right now. The holidays can create even more waste than usual. Each year, Americans throw away 25% more trash. From Thanksgiving to New Year's, what if we told you that there's a way to get all your holiday shopping done without the guilty feeling over the waste that typically comes with it? Meet our friends over at Blue Land. Blue Land's on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet. The idea is simple. You grab one of the beautiful Forever bottles, you fill it with warm water, you drop in a tablet, and you get cleaning. Refills start at $2.25, and you don't have to buy a new plastic bottle every time you run out. You can even just set up a subscription or buy in bulk so you never run out of the products you use most. I use these every single day. Washing your hands when you got kids at home is more important than ever. Uh, I also just love washing my hands. Dave, Dave's got me on that hand-washing grind. Uh, but I just love using it. It's, we've got the nice little bottle sitting right on our kitchen ca kitchen counter. Just doing it. Did you get the box with all the little, with all the hand soap things in there? Absolutely did. Oh my God. Absolutely. I, I'm still on the first tablet that they sent me. And the, the, I am too. The scent I chose is um, Joshua Tree. It smells fucking amazing. I believe it. I believe it. This stuff's great. For a limited time, their hand soap is getting a festive upgrade with beautiful chocolate box inspired gift set with cozy scents like peppermint, winterberry, vanilla frost. It's the perfect gift for your loved or to for your loved one or for yourself to reduce waste. Blue Land has a special offer for listeners right now. Get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash steam. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash steam for 15%. That's blueland.com slash steam to get 15% off. I want to close things out today by talking about a little washed weekly. This okay. is our newsletter. We talked about it a little bit on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Usually it's right off the top. We haven't really dove in too much, but we had two columns this week that I think are very uh, timely and important. Um, I had my column, which was uh, the most egregious things that have happened at Washed HQ lately and who I think is responsible. Uh, Dave has uh, his paternity leave predictions. I don't. I think when he wrote this, I don't think he knew he was getting bladder Botox, and so maybe he would have gone with that instead. Right. Um, 
can we go through a couple of these things and just, you know, kind of have a little discussion over what's going on here? You want to put a bow on this conversation? Yeah. Let me just say, uh, we had a little controversy in the office when someone left a single-use tissue uh, on the edge of the toilet and the seat was up. Dylan, do you want to fess up to me guessing that this was you? I don't know that it was me, but if I, I will often use the restroom and then I'll blow my nose and just toss the, the tissue into the into the toilet on my way the out. The toilet. The toilet. That's what old people call toilets. Have you ever heard it? I heard you say Washington earlier, which is like old Midwest people you, just old, saying, go wash those dishes. Old people say either commode or toilet. Anyway, um, I'm not going to just straight up fess up to it because I, I don't know that it was me, but it it was possibly me. Somehow your one foot in, one foot out stance in this actually makes it more acceptable because you're willing to take the blame yeah. and you're not actively denying it. And so not, I like nothing this. egregious about that. Dave and I had a little discussion about the mug situation. Um, you know, Dave's really been pinned as the mug guy. He's got he's got he's got some he's got some uh, excuses. What are they? That there's no room because listeners send us too many mugs. False. I will also say I will also put my hand up. I might have added to the issue by uh, putting some maybe one or two mugs <clears throat> in there just because I knew that somebody else was at fault on a larger scale. We came in here one Friday, and Dave's like. It was it was right after we had Jake. Uh, Jake oh, so Kemp. I was out. You were out, and so I know I know that Jake used a coffee mug, and there were some other ones, just dirty ones, just laying around. You know, people use them, whatever. And Dave comes in that morning. He goes, "Oh, remind me today. I'm gonna I'm gonna wash the mugs." I said, "Oh, great." They're sitting in the sink. He goes over there, washes them. Actually, he didn't wash them. He well, he he washed them. But he left, he left them in the sink with, like, soapy water inside them. Let them soak, dude. He let them soak. Like, you don't need to let them soak. It's not like they're, uh, it's not like a cook, like a pan that you use to cook with. It has, like, stuff, you know, stuck onto it. Just, like, it's, it's just a coffee mug. Let's say, like, hypothetically, I had a wife. And then, hypothetically, that wife left, like, cereal bowls in the, the kitchen sink to soak. Like, would you call that unnecessary? Like, when you say that's just a straight to the washing machine for my hypothetical situation? Absolutely. And, and granted, we don't have a washing machine here or a dishwasher here. We don't have a dishwasher, no. We don't have a washer. But, I mean, we have we have dish soap sitting right next to the sink. So all you got to do is get a little soap, get a paper towel, get it wet, just clean it, rinse it, put it away. It's that easy. He let him sit there in the sink for um, days. He was really letting him soak. I actually respect this. But then... <laughs> And this one was this one was like the next one was Randy. Those, those oh, same, someone's been suspiciously uh, quiet. On, those on. same mugs. Hold on, let me finish. Those same mugs. Randy's like, I'm gonna wash these. Like, okay, great. <laughs> he washes them and then he sets them out on the a desk out here to dry. Like he laid down paper towel and he set them out there to dry, which is okay, fine. But then he left them there for like three or four days. Yeah, because there was no space in the cabinet. That's bullshit. I also don't drink any coffee, so I shouldn't have been the one that had to clean any of those. But I did because I needed because you're a grinder. Because I needed but the you, sink to clean out you the did a, thing. Just like Dave, you did a half measure. You did you did half the job. Wow. No, I cleaned them all, and then and I there wow. is room. Oh, I have made good. room. I have made room in those cabinets many, many times. I had to take out a bunch of the things and go donate them Goodwill. Will was there when I did that. That's yeah. why there was space because I had to move those out and. Well, then Finally, it got to the point where Dylan took a bunch of the mugs that listeners sent him. He just started breaking them outside in front of the garbage and throwing them away. Don't listen to that, folks. I would never do such we a thing. We only donated mugs that were not sent by listeners. The listeners are kind of the problem here. They're sending us so many mugs right now that like we don't have room to keep up. When we moved in, the, the former tenants, they left a bunch of just like generic green mugs behind. They're not bad mugs. They're fine. 
But they're they're an abundance of them. I get, like, why, I get why they left. I them. feel like it's like 15, 18 mugs. No that's one wants to pack that many mugs. Right. So that's why we had so many and and not much room. But there was enough room. I there was definitely not enough room. Oh. I, I put them away so many. Yeah, times. but then but they were sit. There were so many sitting <laughs> in the sink. There were so many sitting in the sink for so many days that we got more mugs in the time while those were still in there. That there wasn't enough room. An embarrassment. We had like five more mugs come in while those had been sitting in the sink for like a month. So I think we, we need a tro- we need a trophy cabinet for all the mugs that are sent to us. So yeah. not they get used once and then they get put in the trophy cabinet. Some are right here. Three yeah, more behind. I think you. yeah. Yeah, the reason the toilet one's behind you is because it takes up so much damn room. So we just we should just get a mug shelf out there. Yeah. It'd be kind of sick, actually. That could work. I do I will say that the liquid IV thermos that is in the sink right now is mine because I forgot to bring my water bottle one day. Well, I, Randy, will, I will clean it. Do you wanna there's a lot of allegations out here that you might have been the person, despite being out of town, that you might have been the person who went through all the early bird while everyone was out of out of the office all week. I actually did I did uh have a flight back when I heard we got I just booked it really quick, got the early bird. Went through it and then I went back to Chicago. It was really inefficient. It would probably have been more just cheaper for me to buy my own early bird. Can we talk about Dave's uh, column real quick and some of the predictions that he has? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the the pending child, uh, he he has a predict- prediction of a much hornier circling back because I I'm the only person that can defend your horniness. Okay, he's clearly projecting here. He is definitely the horniest of the three of us, and so he's just trying to put it off on me. That's all that is projection. I I'm think not horny. I think it's more of a I think it's more of like a, a group thought thing. Like once like one person starts to get a little age in the studio, then suddenly it starts to get infectious and everyone gets age. Like today's been a pretty minimally age <clears throat> episode. Was it a live stream when I, I used the word um, oh perform? Talk. I think I was talking about football. You were being gross. No, I wasn't. I'm hearing it. I right said now. a normal sentence. I said I used the word perform or performance or something like that. And KJ and Dave just couldn't control themselves. <laughs> Okay, KJ is by far. KJ uh, is the he's the one. But it's like, guys, I can't use a regular word around now anymore. You know you can't use the word performance around them, dude. It's like That's it's, on it's you. It's not about erectile dysfunction. Do we think his sec his second prediction was that uh Brett's gonna land a major deal uh while he's out. I think Brett's got some irons in the irons. I, in hope, fire. I hope that one comes to fruition. Yeah, I think he's got some I'm not I'm not too worried about this one. Yeah, Brett yeah, Brett's got some shit cooking. And if you get if you give Brett like a little bit of runway, he'll He'll yeah. make it happen. Yeah. He'll make it happen. He's excited about a few things going on, and, and that makes me excited. This one is my actually one of my bigger concerns, that Randy will do whatever he wants behind the producer desk. Uh, d- I will say that I do think Dave does keep tabs on Randy uh, during episodes. Sometimes I'll see Dave when I'm like rewatching episode. I'll look. O- I'll see Dave look over at Randy when you or I start saying something stupid. He just he just kind of defaults and wants to get a little, little. I don't know. It's because Dave will make a joke that sometimes you guys don't understand, or he'll he'll hear he something something looks, you guys yeah. say, and me and him look at each other and be like, "Yep, yeah, he just said something." Have you gotten Randy a gram off today? Have you gotten a gram off today on this episode, I'm Randy? Got, oh, I did not get a gram off today, but okay. If you want to do a gram later, don't let me know. Is that? A- is that a cocaine joke? No, we're talking about burning. What are you talking about? Jesus. Didn't you say you burned this weekend? I fucking bur- I burn every day. No, you don't. Famously, he said that on Do You Know It. Yeah, I don't think you do. I just don't think you do burn every day. Dude, smoke weed every day. Uh, Dave did say he'll have a solid content or merch idea that he will have when he's in the awake sleep moment. Um and he'll forget it. And sleep, I can confirm deprived. he will he will have this happen. Like yeah. I I actually think being out of the office for two weeks when Charlie was born, it gave me a lot of time to think about stuff and like get new angles at things. And when the second I 
came back into the office, I just completely forgot everything that I had schemed. I had so many grand ideas and like, oh, I'm going to change the way I do this. Ooh, maybe we should take a step back and do that. No, it's over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Uh, the final one was that Dylan and Will finally make it on their fuckboy fade haircuts. I think Dave is just – he's just trying to get us to – he's just putting this out there again so we go do it. It's wishful thinking on his part. Right well, before Christmas. <laughs> I did take my uh, – I did take our family photos for the uh, Sally's family Christmas card this weekend. And as you can see, I did not shave a mustache. I wimped out. It's disappointing. I have to admit, I was in a grumpy mood uh, before we went, not only because I didn't want to go take more photos for Christmas season, but also because I had a little – I had a little dust uh, on the old brain after our Kelly's Irish pub. What do you mean? I wasn't feeling great the next day. Yeah? I felt a little tiny bit of a tinge of a hangover. Okay. Just a little tiny bit. God, that Saturday I had, I wish I could relive it this Saturday. It was so next level. I feel like I took it for granted. Like, I feel like I'm going to, it's going to be like mid-January. Everyone's going to be doing dry January and shit and like being boring as fuck. And I'm going to look back and be like, man, championship Saturday was so fucking nice. It was awesome. Just doing nothing. Just doing nothing. That Louisville quarterback, Jack Plummer, I feel bad for dunk on him so much on the TL, but my gosh. Did you dunk? I don't feel like you did him that wrong. Uh, I, I did. I was, pretty, I was pretty ruthless. Could you have played better? Anyone in this office could have. Give me a, a week to learn the playbook, and yeah. Did you, see, did you see the theories popping up about how Louisville was trying to throw the game? I did. Do you have anything you'd like to say to Florida State Seminole fans out there? I feel awful. Like, like genuinely, that's you guys got a raw deal. I, I feel terrible for you guys. It sucks. The players, they deserve better. You won every game. You won every game on your schedule. You won a conference championship. But you haven't seen the news. What's the news? I thought they were going to, like, sue, like, try to, like, you know, take legal action. They don't need to. It's just gotten on the timeline today that Florida State University and the University of Georgia will now officially be playing in the Nick Adams Alpha Male Champion Football Team of the Year Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Yep. That's huge. Mm -hmm. He said, given, given Michigan's cheating, Saban's woke coaching, and Quinn Ewer's passion for Fortnite, he was left with no choice. <laughs> 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 Quinn Ewer likes to play Fortnite. Therefore, he's out on the guy. Is he a list. Fortnite guy? Is that like something I've missed? After the game, he he posted a uh, an Instagram story. He was It's a selfie from the locker room, and it, and it was had a, look, a little poll. Said, should I stream Fortnite tonight? Oh, dude. Yes and no. Oh, no. Did he? I don't know. I don't. I he don't. should. The answer is no. Like, you're, he's in too good of a mood. He might be saying stuff. We don't need a situation but, where Quinn gets canceled before the CFP. So he got screenshot and people were passing that around uh, Twitter and Nick Adams caught wind of it. He's like, all right, I guess I'm out on Texas now because <laughs> their quarterback plays Fortnite. Dork. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, good for him. Yeah. All right. That's it. Good stuff, guys. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. We'll be back tomorrow with exactly five minutes. If you want to uh, submit one of your prompts, go to the Circling Back Instagram page. Or if you're a patron, uh, go comment on the last exactly five minutes, and we'll make sure to get yours included. But we cannot guarantee it'll get selected, as that's a 1 in 70 chance. Or is it? Or is it? Yes. Oh, oh. should we tell them what we're doing? Should we tell them what we're doing? We got a little secret. I put in some blank. I uh, put in some blank balls that are just going to be something else. I actually have an idea for this. That the blanks aren't a wild card. I actually think I have another idea that I'm going to pitch to you guys. I have an like idea. Like a dealer too. calls it. I have. I have an idea. You remember waterfall? Yeah. The like game. when you'd be playing like King's Cup, like, and you do waterfall. Go, don't go chasing. What? No, no, not don't that one. Go. Like when someone says like, okay, you have to do types of milk. 
So I say 2%. Randy says oh, whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say vitamin D. Like we all go around. Yeah, I yeah. think I think we have the blank ball be like the the waterfall ball and then Randy gets to choose what we what we have to do for a topic that's That's not bad. I think that there's I think there's five blank balls. We should like make them color or something like that and like each one means a different thing. Okay. Okay. First, we need to fix our ball machine, but we'll get there. I got the rubber band. Patreon.com slash circling back podcast. We will see you guys over there. Bye.